Know the Power of Mary's Name by Father Michael Rodriguez. Do you know what the Blessed Virgin Mary was doing while in the womb of St. Anne? Our Lady's birth must have been wondrous, but what extraordinary events occurred? How did her parents react, the rest of creation, or the pious souls in limbo? Do you know the power that God has placed in the holy name of Mary? All this and more is addressed by Father in this sixth episode of the Fatima Center's No Mary, No Jesus series. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. We pray. Hail Mary, Mother of God, venerable treasure of the whole world. Thou art the lamp that is never extinguished, the crown of virginity, the rule of orthodoxy, the incorruptible temple containing the one whom nothing can contain. Hail Mary, Mother of Mercy, my life, my sweetness, and my hope. O Immaculate Virgin Mary, conceive without sin. Grant that I may have no other spirit but Thine, to know Jesus and His divine will. That I may have no other soul but Thine, to praise and glorify the Lord. That I may have no other heart but Thine, to love God with a love as pure and ardent as thine. Amen. For the nine months between her Immaculate Conception and her Nativity, Mary in her mother's womb praised, adored, and loved God with all her soul and with all her strength. During this time, she was already adoring God more perfectly, praising and glorifying Him more worthily and loving Him more ardently than the greatest saint ever did or could. Even before her birth, Mary's adoration and love of God was already being conformed to that of Christ. Early in September, St. Anne was informed interiorly by the Lord that the time of her daughter's birth was near. Filled with holy joy, she humbly prayed for a happy deliverance and sent for three of her closest women relatives. When she told St. Joachim, he too rejoiced and went among his flocks in order to choose the finest lambs, goats, and bulls, which he sent to the temple in care of his servants as an offering of gratitude to the Lord. On the eve of September the 8th, St. Anne prayed until nearly midnight, when she woke her relatives and went with them into her oratory and lit the lamps. From a closet she took a small box containing some relics of the patriarchs of Israel. Then she knelt before her little altar. While she was praying there, a supernatural light began to fill the room. Noticing it, the three women 
threw themselves onto the floor and hid their faces in awe. Soon the dazzling light entirely surrounded St. Anne, making her invisible. Mary was born at 12 o'clock in the night. She was born pure and stainless, beautiful, radiant, and full of grace. St. Anne received in her arms her who was her daughter, but at the same time the most exquisite treasure of all the universe, inferior only to God and superior to all other creatures. St. Anne tenderly wrapped her baby in her cloak and pressed her to her heart. With tears of fervent love and joy, she gazed at her daughter and then raising her eyes to heaven, offered her up to the Most High, praying, O Lord and Creator, with eternal thanks I offer thee this blessed fruit of my womb, which I have received from thy bounty without any merit of mine. Dispose thou of the mother and child according to thy most holy will, and look down with mercy upon our lowliness from thy exalted throne. Be thou eternally blessed, because thou hast enriched the world with a creature so pleasing to thy bounty, and because in her thou hast prepared a dwelling place and a tabernacle for the eternal word. How shall I be able worthily to treat her whom thou hast given me as a daughter? I that am not worthy to be her servant. How shall I handle the true ark of the testament? Give me, O my Lord and King, the necessary enlightenment to know thy will and to execute it according to thy pleasure in the service of my daughter. St. Anne then bathed and wrapped her daughter in red and gray swaddling clothes. As the bright mystic light vanished, the three relatives got up and to their keen surprise and joy perceived the lovely child in her mother's arms. Then they sang a hymn of praise and thanks to the Lord, while many invisible guardian angels also greeted the tiny Mary with heavenly music. Later, St. Anne retired to her room and lay down on her bed with her baby in a little cradle next to her, and St. Joachim was called in. The holy old man knelt beside the bed, deeply moved at the sight of this lovely daughter for which he and his dear wife had waited and suffered for twenty long years. While warm tears flowed freely down his cheeks, he carefully took the baby in his arms and sang a fervent hymn of praise to God. Then as he tenderly embraced his daughter and put her back in the cradle, he murmured with touching humility and piety, Now I am ready to die. The Archangel Gabriel was sent by the Most High to announce the great news of the birth of Mary to all the patriarchs, prophets, and souls in limbo. St. Gabriel told the Holy Fathers 
that the dawn of eternal felicity had commenced and that the reparation of man which was so earnestly desired and expected by the holy patriarchs and foretold by the prophets had been begun since she who was to be the mother of the messiahs had now been born soon would they now see the salvation and the glory of the most high Saint Gabriel gave them an understanding of the excellence of most holy Mary and of what the omnipotent had begun to work in her in order that they might better comprehend the happy beginning of the mystery which was to end their prolonged imprisonment then all the holy patriarchs and prophets and the rest of the just in limbo rejoiced in spirit and in new canticles praised the lord for this great benefit in all nature there was at this time an extraordinary movement of joy and many good people felt an unusual spiritual exaltation without knowing its cause on the other hand many evil men and possessed persons felt sorely disturbed near the temple in jerusalem old simeon was awakened to the shouts of a possessed man who cried i must flee all of us must flee a virgin has been born simeon prayed fervently and the devil left the man anna the prophetess and another holy woman were shown in vision that a child of election had been given to israel the next day many friends and neighbors of saint ann and saint joachim came to see the baby and congratulate the happy parents everyone was deeply touched upon seeing little mary lying in her cradle wrapped in her red and gray swaddling clothes and there was general rejoicing now in heaven the blessed trinity announced to the choirs of angels our chosen one shall be called mary and this name is to be powerful in grace the birth of the blessed virgin mary brings joy to the whole world because it announces the coming birth of the savior of the world mary's nativity already brings with it the joy and light of christmas mary united to jesus think about this even though saint joachim and saint anne were not present at the nativity of the savior they experienced its overwhelming joy at the birth of their daughter and with the exception of mary and joseph their knowledge of the joy of christmas was without parallel Eight days after Mary's birth at a solemn celebration Saint Joachim wrote the name Mary on a parchment and placed it on his daughter's chest
Blessed Raymond Giordano says, quote, The Most Holy Trinity has given thee a name, O Mary, which after that of thy Divine Son is above all names, a name at the sound of which all creatures in heaven, earth and hell bow the knee. Its grace, glory and virtue all tongues confess and honor. Thy name after that of thy Son is most powerful to assist us in obtaining eternal salvation. Thy name has virtue to comfort the weak, to cure the sick, to give sight to the blind, to soften hearts, to encourage the weary, to fortify those who combat, and to overthrow the tyranny of the demons. Close quote. Indeed, Mary's most holy name, so closely joined to the most holy name of Jesus, has power to cure the sick, to give sight to the blind, and to crush the head of Satan. And we come to know the power of Mary's holy name by invoking it often with confidence, reverence, and love. Let us do this. The more that we come to know the power of Mary's name, the more we come to know the surpassing power of the most holy name of Jesus. We pray. O dearest Mary, O my beloved Jesus, may your most sweet names reign in my heart and in all hearts. I love thee, O Jesus. I love thee, O Mary. To you do I give my heart and my soul. Amen. Benedictio Dei Omnipotentis, Patris et Filii et Spiritus Sancti descendat super vos, et maniat semper. Amen. This presentation has been brought to you by the Fatima Center. Copyright 2021. All rights reserved. For more resources regarding the Catholic faith and the message of Fatima, and to support this vital apostolate with a much-needed donation, please visit our website, Fatima.org, or call us at 1-800-263-8160. So many souls need to know and love Mary so as to truly know and love Jesus. For the glory of God and the salvation of souls, please share this talk with others. And may God reward you. Our Lady of Fatima, pray for us.